If the idea of a photo shoot makes you want to pack a bag and move to a faraway land never to be seen or heard from again, then you and I are two peas in a photophobic pod. But the truth is, if you have an online presence of any kind, having professional branded photos can seriously uplevel your business. I wouldn't tell you this if it wasn't worth it and if I truly didn't believe it, my friend. So whether it's the camera you fear or the prep work that goes into planning the day, I've got your back with my free photo shoot planning guide. No matter if this is your first photo shoot or you're an old pro looking to streamline the process, this guide will help you find the perfect photographer, plan and organize the list of shots you'll need, and prepare for all the important but often forgotten day of details to ensure a smooth and successful photo shoot. And of course, I have a word of encouragement or two to help soothe any insecurities that may come up because I've been there. I get it. So head on over to amyporterfield.com forward slash photo shoot to grab your free guide and let's ditch those photo fears. amyporterfield.com forward slash photo shoot. So self-confidence and self-worth. Most of us spend our entire life building things that build self-confidence, which is important but none of them build self-worth, which is different. And if we do not have self-worth, self-worth is the foundation. It multiplies everything for us to get to fulfillment. I'm Amy Porterfield, ex-corporate girl turned CEO of a multi-seven-figure business. But it wasn't all that long ago that I lacked the confidence, the budget, and the time to focus on growing my small but mighty business. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned, and you'll see the business I have today, one that changes lives and gives me more freedom than I ever thought possible, one that used to only exist as a daydream. I created the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you do the same. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur or one in the making who's looking to create a business that makes an impact and a life you love, you're in the right place, friend. Let's get started. I know you're focused on marketing and selling your digital products, but I know many of you also have physical products and I wanna talk about Shopify. Shopify is a user-friendly commerce platform that helps you, my dear online entrepreneur, build an online store and make more sales at any stage of your business. They're the force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other businesses at every size. Let me tell you why Shopify is an online entrepreneur's dream platform. It's because it helps turn your browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout experience. In fact, it converts 36% better compared to other leading e-commerce platforms. Yeah, loving that. And I don't know about you, but as an online entrepreneur, my customer's experience, especially when it comes to checking out, is so important. Plus, not only do they support your customers, they support you as the entrepreneur. Shopify's award-winning help desk is there to support your success through every question and every step of the way. There's a reason Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash made easy, all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash made easy now to grow your business. 
no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash made easy. Well, hey there, friend. Welcome back to another episode of Online Marketing Made Easy. Today's episode might prompt you to reflect on how you view yourself and give you a few really powerful ways to do a little inner work. Now, if you know me at all, you know that I'm a big believer in doing the inner work to improve both your personal and professional life. And to be really transparent, when someone tells me if I do the inner work, it will actually make my business better, then I'm really on board. So today, my guest is Jamie Kern-Lima. She's been on the show before. She is a dear friend of mine, and we are talking about self-worth. Now, before you say, you know what, Amy, I want to talk about step-by-step strategies to grow my email list, or I want to talk about how to convert higher on my webinar, I get it. I love talking about those things. But what I learned from Jamie and what I learned from her new book, Worthy, I was lucky enough to get an advanced copy, is that all of that becomes easier. Your whole business could literally bust through that ceiling that you've hit and take you to a whole other level if you would truly focus on your self-worth. In this interview, very early on when Jamie comes on, you're going to hear her talk about the difference between self-confidence and self-worth, something I've never talked about on this show before. And quite honestly, I didn't realize until I talked to Jamie that they are different. And I have to share with you really quick that when Jamie talks about self-worth and self-confidence and how they're different, I've realized that for many years, up until probably two years ago, for many years in my business, I survived on self-confidence. As my business became more successful, as I became more successful, I used that self-confidence to move the business forward. However, when I realized that self-confidence and self-worth are different and you need both, and I might argue self-worth is even more important, I realized that all my struggles, heartache, and the biggest challenges in my business up until this point, all of those struggles that I faced, you could look back and say it was because my lack of self-worth. And that's what really hit me when I interviewed Jamie and when I read her book, I realized, oh, some of those struggles, I could have sidestepped them. Some of those heartaches, I could have definitely minimized if I had known my self-worth. And so for those of you who want to grow your business, if you are here because you want to make more money in your business, you want to grow your email list, you want to build this empire, I promise you this episode will help you do so. It might be a little bit different than my step-by-step strategies for marketing, but it's probably even more important than any of that. So again, my guest is Jamie Kern-Lima, And many of you already know who she is, but let me give her a proper intro. Jamie is a New York Times bestselling author of her first book, Believe It. She's a guest teacher of the Life You Want class, live with Oprah. Yeah, that Oprah. And the founder of It Cosmetics, which she started in her living room and later sold to L'Oreal for a billion-dollar deal. If you want to hear the whole story... You can go to amyporterfield.com forward slash Jamie. That was the first episode she did with me. Now today, we are going to take this up a notch. Jamie recently wrote her second book called Worthy, How to Believe You Are Enough and Transform Your Life. And inside this book, she gives many exercises to identify when you are not feeling worthy 
and what to do about it. Now, again, I know you usually come here for step-by-step processes laid out for you. And while this is a little trickier, it's a more of an abstract topic, I think the minute you hear Jamie talking, you'll get why you tuned in today. So don't leave me here. I want you to stay tuned in because this might be the most important episode you listen to all year on the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. Jamie and I have been friends for many, many years. And one thing I want to say before we dive in is that we usually get on the phone together. She's my only friend that I talk on the phone with. That's true. It's the truth. Uh, Jasmine Starr and Jenna Kutcher, I voice text pretty much daily. But Jamie and I get on the phone and talk for like an hour. We don't do it often, maybe once a quarter, but the conversations are deep and rich and I love every single second of them. But through those conversations, what I've learned over the last year is this book worthy is Jamie's life's work. I've never had that situation. I've never had that experience, I should say, to write something that's my life's work. I think two weeks notice was really important, but I think I've got a lot more in me. I'm just not ready to to let it all pour out. Well, Jamie was ready. And that's what makes this book so special. She cares deeply that you read it. She doesn't care deeply to get on the New York Times list. She cares deeply that you read it and that you implement and then you share it with someone else. And I think that's really special. And I don't see that with a lot of authors that come on my show. And I can't even say that I was that kind of author when I was promoting my book. This field is deeper than anything I've ever seen. It's very special, and I think you'll feel it the minute you talk to Jamie, so I won't make you wait any longer. Please help me welcome Jamie Kern-Lima to the show. Well, hey there, Jamie. Welcome back to the show. Amy, thank you so much for having me. I am excited. It is going to be a powerful episode, and I'm honored to be here, and thank you. Well, I'm so excited that you are ready to go because I have a lot to cover. I said this in the intro, but I have gotten the privilege to read an advanced copy of your book, Worthy. So I like want to get in there and really talk about some of these chapters. I have been your friend for a very long time, but I learned some things in this book that I did not know about you. I want to touch on that. But before we even get there, my audience knows who you are, and I've already done a proper intro. So I want to get to the good stuff. Why do you think feeling worthy it's just as important because, you know, I'm. we're talking to a business audience right now. This is a marketing podcast. Why is that sense of worthiness just as important as growing your email list, doing your webinars, selling online, all this stuff that I teach? Why worthiness? Your self-worth is your ceiling in your business. Your oh. self-worth is your ceiling in your goals and dreams. Your self-worth is your ceiling in your relationships. And you know, so many people are like, how did you start with like no money and build this billion-dollar business from your living room? Yeah, I worked really hard. Yeah, I learned a lot of skills and tools and, and, and built my skill set, but I could have never done it had I not learned to believe I was worthy of success. Because in life and in our businesses and in our goals and dreams, like we don't become what we want. We become what we believe we're worthy of. And Amy, I learned this the hard way many, many, many times. Because if, if we, underneath it all, don't think we're worthy of something, we can overcome limiting beliefs about, oh, I think I'll, you know, uh, I'm not smart enough. I'm too young. I'm too old. We could do all of that. But if underneath it all, we still feel like we are not enough, 
And like right now, as you and I are talking, 80% of women don't believe they're enough. 73% of men feel inadequate and not enough. When we have that underlying self-worth issue, we can ignore it, we can bury it, we can think it does not matter, but it will surface in various forms, whether we sabotage things or or we dream of a seven-figure business but keep hitting a ceiling at six figures or five figures, our self-worth becomes our ceiling. So, you know, just to uh, (laughs) say it so directly, oh my gosh, for people who want to double your business, double your self-worth. Like you want to double your net worth, double your self-worth. Like that is the thing. It is the thing beneath the thing that's the foundation of all of it. Okay. Right away, I think you have perked everyone's interest because if we're talking about doubling our business, uh, they're paying attention for sure. I'm paying attention. I said this before you came on, but battling my self-worth, working on my self-worth is something that has been a part of my life since I was very, very young. In the book you talk about, you know, do you remember when you were little and you knew the answer to something, but you didn't raise your hand because you didn't want others to think, what if you got it wrong? You didn't want to say, hey, everyone look at me. You weren't really sure of yourself. And so you didn't raise your hand. And in that moment, you were not being your authentic self. And right when you said that, Jamie, I was like, oh, I remember those moments and I have seen how they've snuck their way into my adult life as well. So I feel like this book, you wrote it for me, although I know you wrote it for many, many of us. And one thing that I want to kind of point out or or ask you about is, will you get personal right from the get-go? And tell me about a time where you felt like you totally were lacking self-worth, like maybe you're one of your lowest points, but more importantly, how you were able to overcome that to get to where you are today. Like, can we just go with that? Yes, yes. I am. Thank you for sharing that you feel the book is for you. I, You know, this is my second book. My first book, Believe It, was really my story of learning to believe in myself. But Worthy, this, Worthy is like the playbook on how you can believe in you because there's over 20 tools in it, like literally 20 tools packed in there on, on how do you build self-worth. And so that means a lot from you that you'd say that. So thank you. And yeah, uh, so to explain that feeling, um, and then I'll definitely share because I still, on a daily basis, have to apply these tools on on building self-worth. Like we all have deep neural pathways that tell us, you know, for so long that we're not enough or we don't have what it takes or we're unqualified or we're an imposter. And yeah, that moment you just mentioned, I think everyone listening to us live, if you just think back, like for a lot of us it was our childhood at some point when, you know, we went from just like being so quick to, you know, share our ideas and our thoughts and our our opinions. And all of a sudden, for so many of us, there's that one moment for a lot of us, it's in the classroom where for the first time ever, we knew the answer, but we decided for the first time ever not to raise our hand. And it was like that moment was when we became aware of self-doubt of Oh, what if I get made fun of? What if I, you know, get it wrong? What it and and what that looks like for so many of us now is, oh wow, I'm crushing it in my job and but I have these ideas. Like I'm working in a business, but I know I'm born to run one. But what happens is then we stop raising our hand. We doubt it. We think I'm unqualified. We think I don't have what it takes. Our self-worth is our ceiling. Our self-worth is our ceiling. And here's the thing about self-worth. You can be crushing it and have the have it look like you're doing all the things, 
but when underneath it all, you still don't feel like you're enough, this shows up in our life in three big areas. And I'll share a real personal area it showed up for me and what I realized in it. And this is going to be a big thing. So let me try to Everyone I know in your audience, not everyone, I'm going to assume most people in your in your audience right now that are sharing this 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 time together with you and me are probably have a lot in common with you and me uh, in that a lot of us have, you know, big ambitions and hopes and dreams and goals and successes. A lot of times we're achievers. A lot of times we're both achievers and people pleasers, but a lot of us share those things in common. And one of the chapters in Worthy, I'm just going to share to then share this story. Because I think even if someone's listening to this today and for some reason they don't buy the book, I hope this this adds so much value. And I hope you buy the book. I'm donating 100% of the proceeds. And when you get your book, share it with someone else because there's like a library card in the back of the, um, I'll show it to you. This just came in. I'm going to send you a hard, uh, the hardcover. But it's like a library card where you pass your book on to another person. And this, I'm so excited about this. But okay, for everyone listening, if you have ever had big goals or dreams or like a hope or a goal or a dream and you've worked so hard and you thought, when I finally get that, then I'm going to feel enough. Whether it's a certain business goal or it may be getting married, having kids, getting six-pack abs, getting that dream car and whatever it is. And then you work so hard for some of us for like years to get this. And then you finally arrive at the goal that you always thought would make you so happy and fulfilled. And, and then you get there and you're like, okay, maybe we're happy for like a month or a week. or And before we know it, we're back to that feeling of something's missing in my life. Like this isn't enough. And then our solution is to look, I just got to work harder. I got to hustle more. I got to achieve the next thing and the next thing. So a lot of us believe this lie, I'm going to call it, that if I achieve enough, then I will finally feel enough. And here's the deal, and this is this is the thing I want to share that has changed my life that is now in chapter one of Worthy. There is a massive difference between self-confidence and self-worth. They are both so important, but they're very different. So this, this one thing, Amy, for everyone listening, especially achievers, this one thing for me has been life-changing. So self-confidence and self-worth, most of us spend our entire life building things that build self-confidence, which is important, but none of them build self-worth, which is different. And if we do not have self-worth, self-worth is the foundation. It multiplies everything for us to get to fulfillment. So let me break it down really simply. So, so self-confidence, while it's a, you know internal trait, it is based so much on the external. Our self-confidence is how we assess our skills and abilities, how we believe we stack up and compare and measure to others, if we're winning or losing at the time, how much of the world's definition of success we have, our willingness to try and go for it. Our self-confidence is fragile. It fluctuates. They do studies that show the, the boxer who wins the fight is automatically 30% more confident. Like It's volatile. It fluctuates. Our self-worth, on the other hand, is the deep internal belief and knowing that we are fully, innately worthy of love and belonging exactly as we are. Not as we achieve, not as our past mistakes and failures, not as how much of the world's definition of success we have. And here's the thing, our self-confidence, it's, it's important when you think of all of the advertisements we've seen our whole lives 
They, they tell us if we get the things that, that build confidence, then we'll feel enough. Or think about so many of us, if we're blessed enough to have loved ones in our, in our lives that care about us, they always say things like, how's your job? How's your kids? How's your, all the things that we think, okay, once I get those things, once I have really great answers to those questions, then I'll feel enough. And we start the cycle our whole lives of building all these things that keep building self-confidence. But if underneath it all, we do not feel enough exactly as we are, if we do not have strong self-worth, basically your confidence is building this huge house with pretty rooms and all the things on top of the house, on top of the foundation, self-worth is the is your foundation. And so your house is only going to ever be as secure as the foundation beneath it. And a lot of people think that they need more self-confidence. They don't need more self-confidence. They actually need self-worth. And self-worth is the one thing that changes everything. And so in our lives, we need to always have, you know, be building self-confidence, be growing, be contributing. Those things are important, but they're all multiplied by your level of self-worth to get your level of fulfillment. And one thing I want to say really quick, because I know this is like you and me, ambitious, ambitious people listening, a lot of people fear. If I start to think I'm enough as I am, will I lose my edge? Will I lose my ambition? It's like, oh no, it's the opposite. When you learn to believe you are enough exactly as you are and you build unshakable self-worth, you become so much more ambitious and more fearless because you know, oh, when I raise my hand, when I go for the thing, when I, if I fall flat on my face, that might shake my confidence for a minute, but it cannot touch my self-worth. So self-worth is your ceiling. It's the, and, and, and I feel like I'm getting so hyper talking to you. I feel like I'm in your living room right now, you, me, and Scout, and I'm like fired up about self-worth. But really quick, and then I'll share my story that, that you were asking about how it shows up. For everyone listening to us, just because I want to I make sure that they know like that they can take things away from this episode. If you're wondering, well, do I have a self-worth issue? Because for a lot of people, we've thought self-confidence, self-worth, same thing. But they're so different. So if you're wondering, do I have a self-worth issue? So it usually shows up in our lives in three main ways. Um, the first is if we have really low self-worth, it can look like we're stuck and we don't know why. And we think, well, I'm stuck because I'm not ready yet or I need to build more skill sets or I need to put more reps in or I need to lose 100 pounds, whatever it is. But a lot of times we're actually stuck because we don't believe we're worthy of the thing. So, you know, it looks like, oh, I really, really want to write my first book or I really want to, but then we don't know why we haven't started. Or I really want to get in a relationship and we don't know why we're not on the dating app. It can look like a lot of things, but it looks like we're stuck usually. And then when you have low to medium self-worth, what that often shows up as is you'll go for the thing, you'll go for it, but you'll hit a ceiling or you'll sabotage it along the way right? Like you'll write the manuscript and then you decide not to send it out or, or you, you know, all, all the things you meet a really great potential partner and you put them in the friend zone and you're not attracted to them and you don't know why you'll sabotage things. And the story that I'll share is me doing that in a second, but uh, medium to high self-worth, what that looks like is for, and this is going to be a lot of people listening right now. You'll go for the things you'll even accomplish the things but when you arrive at them, you still feel like you're not enough. 
or that it's like a fluke, like that that might have been just like a mistake, but it happened. Or I'm assuming this is lack of self-worth. I would think that it's going to be taken away from me. I got it. I accomplished it, but I can't keep this kind of success. Today's episode is sponsored by the social media management platform, Dash Hudson. In today's ever-changing digital world, staying ahead in social media marketing is more complex than ever. That's where Dash Hudson's latest social media trends report comes in handy. And if you know me, you know I love a good trends report. As featured in Forbes and Business of Fashion, Dash Hudson's free in-depth analysis reveals how a blend of organic, creator, and paid strategies can supercharge your content's reach and impact. This comprehensive report will also showcase how leading brands are perfecting the content lifecycle, how TikTok shop is dominating the social landscape, and what this means for those of us who are marketing using social media. So download Dash Hudson's free social media trends report to start perfecting your content today by visiting dashhudson.com forward slash podcast. We are online marketers, which means we have unique needs. And there are so many options out there for paid media. Sometimes it's hard to figure out where should you go to reach your ideal audience. But here's the thing. Have you thought about LinkedIn ads? LinkedIn ads empowers marketers with solutions for you and your customers, and it allows you to build the right relationships and drive results and reach your customers with meaningful content. You do not want to sleep on LinkedIn ads. And here's the thing, 79% of content marketers said LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. I hear it from so many of my peers, and I know you're doing important work. And with that, you want to make sure that the work you're doing is getting in front of the right people. And that's what LinkedIn ads will allow you to do. So let your marketing efforts connect with the right audience and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. So if you go to linkedin.com slash Amy, you can get that $100 credit. So that's linkedin.com slash Amy. Terms and conditions apply. Yes, because your self-worth is your ceiling. So your opening question, which is so good because this is the thing. Oh my gosh. Okay, I can write a book about business and business skills all day long and it's important and it's valuable. But the one thing, to me, the one thing in your business and in all areas of your life is your self-worth. You have to underneath it all at a fundamental identity level learn to build strong self-worth and to believe you're worthy of your goals and of your dreams and of your hopes and your ambitions. And a lot of people, you know, I'll speak for myself. I used to believe my past or my past failures determined my future. I've made too many mistakes or I'm not smart enough or I've failed too many times. And, And really quickly, you know, there's a whole chapter in this book called When You Change Your Relationship with Rejection, You Change Your Entire Life. And when you get rejected or have failures, et cetera, et cetera, they'll rattle our confidence. But when you let, and a lot of people don't know we're doing this, when you let, and it could be stuff from your childhood, it could be stuff from past business failures, from past relationships. When we let past rejections or failures actually take root in our identity, meaning we don't go, oh yeah, I was rejected or I did fail. We actually think, I am a failure. I am a re... That's when they shake our self-worth. So there's a whole 
chapter in here on how do you not just reframe rejection and failure, but actually literally repair, revisit, repair, and reframe past rejections uh, so they no longer take root in you and in your identity. But real fast, I feel like I'm so excited in this uh, in our talk. I'm like, da, 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 da. and you know me, I'm actually really quiet normally. I'm so, fu- this is the thing, right? And I feel honestly like this book worthy. I feel like it's my life's greatest work. I feel it's why I'm donating 100% of the proceeds. I just know, oh my gosh, Amy, when I imagine like a world filled with, let's just take the people listening to us right now. Every woman, every man, when I imagine like when people learn to believe they're worthy, oh my gosh, right? The businesses that'll be launched, the unhealthy relationships that'll end, the ideas that will be shared, the the risks that will be taken. Like I imagine the earth shaking with possibility when like people who believe they're worthy wake up in the morning. Like it's that, it's that big of a deal. So um, anyhow, one quick story that maybe people listening can relate to, anyone who's ever sabotaged something and not known why, I was at a moment in my life, Amy, where on the outside, I had all the confidence I had I could have ever imagine. I just didn't know self-confidence and self-worth were different. So in my late 30s, I had sold It Cosmetics for $1.2 billion cash, the company I started in my living room. <laughs> That's a B. Uh, the days I was a Denny's waitress, I could have never imagined that happening, but it did. And all these things were happening. The Forbes list. I mean, everything was on the outside, the things I thought would make me feel enough or more, way more than enough. And all of a sudden, something happened in my life I had dreamed of my whole life, and I sabotaged it, and I didn't know why. And this is when I learned the difference between self-confidence and self-worth. So growing up as a little girl, I'd always dreamed of meeting Oprah. And like I watched her every day in my living room. And I always thought like one day I'll share other people's stories with the world. Like she was my mentor from afar. And even though I'm sitting there in a small like town in a suburb of Washington State, I literally remember Amy like feeling like one day I'm going to meet her and just kind of like daring to believe it was going to happen and praying it would happen. And Fast forward a whole bunch of years, I was about to turn 40 and I did, long story, but I got this opportunity to meet her. And after that, she invited me to her house for lunch. Imagine, right? You Imagine something you dreamed of your entire life. And this, it could be different for everybody. For some people, it's it's meeting that dream partner. For some people, it's launching the business. It, for some people, whatever it might be in our lives, right? For me, this happened to be like my dream, my entire life. So I go to her house. I have a three-hour lunch, me and Oprah, just the two of us, a three-hour lunch. At the very end, and by the way, it was going so great. I was so confident. What I didn't know, and this is the takeaway for everyone, I was so confident. I felt, oh, I'm crushing this lunch. I'm, uh, you know, all the things. I'm, I'm, the conversation's so great, all that. I was very confident, but underneath it all, I did not have strong self-worth because remember, things on the outside don't build our self-worth. So even though my business was crushing it, all of it, I was sitting there, had this three-hour lunch with Oprah. At the very end, she hands me her cell number and she says, call me anytime. You can call me anytime. Amy, the day I left her house, I did not call her for four years. (laughs) four years. What? And I thought I knew why. I thought, like I would tell myself stories, 
for anyone listening who's ever sabotaged something and we don't know why, right? I would I would think like, oh, I, I just need the perfect thing to say. Then I'm gonna call her. Or oh, like people probably want something from her all the time. I'm gonna prove I don't need anything. Like I told myself all these stories. Four years later, I had this huge moment, this huge aha moment where I was like, oh my gosh, the reason I have not called her is because deep down inside, I do not believe I am worthy enough of being her friend. And when I say our self-worth is our ceiling, we can have everything going right on the outside. But when we don't know why am I hitting a ceiling in my business, why am I hitting a ceiling in my interpersonal relationships, why do I keep being attracted to the same person who does the same crap and hurts me the same way? Why? Like all, it goes on and on and on. Or the same circle of friends or the same friend that doesn't show up for me, you know, emotionally the way I really try to show up for them. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And that was the moment. First of all, I remember turning down, I remember literally imagining myself like turning down the volume dial on my thoughts and my self-doubt in my head, right? Because I know they're not true. And like tuning into my knowing or my gut that's like, oh, I know I'm a kick-ass friend, first of all. Like I'm a good friend, like Oprah or anyone else. Like I, what I know is I'm a great friend. And so like, it's like turning up the dial on that knowing and that was the day I called her and that was the day I became obsessed with understanding why is it I can do all the things and still not feel enough? That was the day I started understanding, oh, there's a huge difference between self-confidence and self-worth. And I became obsessed with building self-worth. And so in the last three years, that's what I've been doing, literally obsessed with how do you build self-worth in your life. And that's why I wrote Worthy with 20 tools in there. And, and the last thing I'll say about that, Amy, is just like, so since then, like she and I have taught a class together. Like I have her as my first guest on my my show, the Jamie Kern Lima show launching uh, this week and all these things happening. But guess what? They almost didn't happen. Like I came so close to doubting myself out of my own destiny. And for everyone listening, this is the thing. This is why building self-worth is so important because what are the things you're sabotaging right now? What are the ceilings you're hitting right now? What are the things you're about to doubt yourself out of your destiny on? Like that's why I'm so passionate about this book. I know I don't think you've ever heard me talk so rapidly or such high energy. I'm just fired up. This, this is so good, Jamie. And I love that you are sharing these stories because, well, here's the thing. In your book, one of the exercises you share is really leaning into that knowing. So you hear the lie. You talk a lot about limiting beliefs in the book. They're all lies. And you have to really turn that around and what is the knowing? So for those of you who are like, but how do I move past this? How do I get more self-worth? One of the things is being in tune with the knowing, what you feel, what you are, what you know is deep inside you. And, and I love that you share that in the book. But one of your chapters is called, Do You See You? Do You See You? Okay. And I've got to turn to it. I've got this advanced copy, so I feel very special right now. But I... I circled something in the chapter, survival mode. A lot of people that are listening right now are working from survival mode. And you talk about the fact that being in survival mode meant I sacrificed vital parts of myself. I hid parts of me I thought were less than in hopes that others thought I was more than. 
In burying the parts of me and how I feel that made me vulnerable, I ended up hiding from true connection, intimacy, and the highest, fullest experience of life for most of my entire life. I felt that. Talk a little bit about survival mode and how that is likely slowing down the success of those who are listening, their business, their the life they want, the business they want. And how do you know if you're in survival mode? Yes, survival mode uh, for so many of us. Some of us have to be in that mode because of the season we are in our lives. A lot of people choose that mode because uh, busyness is another form of numbing. Busyness and workaholics, all of it. It's another form of numbing the way shopping, you know, like gambling, any form of addiction, it separates you from you. And we are in this society that kind of celebrates in a really weird, bizarre way, celebrates busyness like it's some kind of badge of honor. And a lot of us get in this trap of like, we're going so fast and we don't realize it can be a way to actually avoid even knowing who we are and how we truly feel. And here's the thing about that chapter. Like, do you see you? The chapter, I think it's 15 that you're talking about. There is five self-worth shortcuts in there. But every every, and then you mentioned the, the lies as well. That there's all of these chapters on the lies that lead to self-doubt and the truths that wake up worthiness. And what's really important to share on this for everyone listening is. Every single person, this is so important if I say nothing else today, every single person listening to you and me, a lot of books are about what's all the skills you have to learn to finally be able to do the thing. What's beautiful about self-worth is every single person right now, exactly as you are, I do not care how many past failures or mistakes or people you've hurt or regrets you have or people who have hurt you, all of that, you exactly as you are are fully worthy. And this is a book about how do you unlearn those lies that lead to self-doubt, right? And and then ignite those truths that wake up worthiness. And the one you're talking about with survival mode, this is really important because for so many of us, we can't hear our own intuition. We don't even know how to because we are so disconnected from ourselves for so long in busyness and survival mode. And here, here, just not to get so granular, if you, if, by the way, for everyone listening, if you want to go real granular, you're going to love this chapter because <laughs> you can go there. You can go there here. Um, but our depth of love and connection with another human being, you can look at all the studies and the data on this, our depth of love and connection with another human being can only ever be as deep as the depth of our love and connection with ourselves. And so many people are like, why is there something missing in my marriage? Why is there something missing in my job? All these things. And they they think it's the job's fault or their partner's fault. Or But meanwhile, they're completely disconnected from themselves. And it's easy to go through life that way. And there's a story I share in the book about this fire I went through in, in, in London and just being in survival mode, trying to get out of literally a burning building but also then realizing like, oh, wow, I actually have been living most of my life that way. And so there's a lot of tools in here on how do you actually see yourself? How do you hear your own intuition? How do you make the decision to trust it? And also, how do you embrace who you fully are? Because a lot of us believe this lie, if I'm who I really am, 
I will not be loved. If, if people knew what I really did, who I really am, they wouldn't think I'm enough then, or they I, I sh- they wouldn't think I belong in this role or or in this relationship or in this friendship or in this room or on this stage. That is a lie. Every time we show up inauthentically as someone we're not, just because we think it's who we need to be, we are telling ourselves we are unworthy of being who we are and, and, and that we're not enough as who we are. So every time we show up inauthentically, we are chipping away at our self-worth. And there's a whole chapter in here called you're not crazy, you're just first. Because every single person listening to us right now is the, you're, you are the first ever you. Like there has never been another you before. There will never be another you again. And when you are one of the brave ones willing to show up as who you authentically are, don't be surprised if not everyone gets it because they've never seen another you before. You are first. But so often the things that we think are wrong or odd or quirky or off with us are actually the things most right with us. And you can never step into your full power or be the fullest expression of who you're born to be unless you embrace who you truly are and be willing one step at a time to start living truly authentically. We hear a lot of people talk about authenticity as if it's some buzzword, but When you look at the data and you look at what happens in your body physically and you look at the way it chips away at your self-worth, when you show up as who you think other people want you to be, it's powerful. And when you learn to unlearn these lies and start embracing, like fully, fully embracing the you that is you and believing that you are enough, it feels like joy. It tastes like freedom. Yes. Okay, so tell me this. I know that our time is coming to an end. And my final question for you is that at the time of that this goes live, this book is out in the world. What is your prayer for somebody who finds this book in their hands? They're, they're staring at this book. They're ready to dive in. What is your prayer for them? My prayer is right out of the gate. You feel seen. You feel heard. You feel understood through the pages. You feel less alone and more enough because I share some stuff in here that I took out of the book and then I added it back in. Then I took it out and I added it back in. I'm like, this book is not about me. This is about every single person who has some self-doubt to destroy and a destiny to fulfill. And like, if you are someone listening to Amy and I right now and you're like sick and tired of what self-doubt has already cost you in your life and in your business, this book is for you. And, And my hope and prayer is that I always love to read books twice. And it's funny, um, a friend of ours, John Maxwell, he always says he always reads books twice. The first time he highlights the book, the second time the book highlights him. My hope and prayer is everyone who gets it literally dives in, reads it, commit to yourself to reading it. That's the biggest thing. And when you are done, if you can bear it after you've read it twice, Share your book with another person who you know, like pass your book on to another person who has some self, like there's so many people in our lives we know if they just knew how amazing they were, if they just believed it, right? Instead of believing all the lies that lead to self-doubt, like, oh my gosh, like, and, and my hope and prayer is that everyone does that. And then also that you write in and tag Amy and me and tell me, how you are just breaking through that ceiling of self-worth that used to be there and raising it to the next level and how building self-worth is impacting your life. 
because I think the very first things you'll see is it's going to impact your business right away and then your relationships and then your freaking joy, your joy. So true. Okay. So where should everyone go to get this book and to get some extra goodies, I'm sure. So where do you want to go? Yeah. So the best place you can pick up Worthy, anywhere books are sold, and then you know independent bookstores, Target, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Audible. Uh, and then when you go to worthybook.com, there's tons of free gifts. Thank you, gifts, for picking up the book. And uh, you know, I'm in this different spot now where like on my site, I sell nothing. It's literally donating 100% of the proceeds. I just have this vision that this will be a movement that where, because literally, and this is men and women, for sure, a million percent. I'm also just so passionate. I think the time for change has come because we have doubt, so many of us have doubted ourselves too long. We've let self-doubt cost us way too much in our lives. And I just think like no girl, no woman, no person left behind and knowing they're worthy. And so my hope when everyone picks it up is that they they not only share with you and me the impact on their lives, but then they share their book with somebody else uh, because it's just self building self-worth is the one thing that changes everything. Everything. Oh my goodness, Jamie. I loved having you on again. Thank you so very much. Congratulations on this beautiful book. I I feel so honored that I got to see you write this book because I saw you come alive. I knew it was your life's work. It was so obvious. So I can't wait for everyone to get this book and really change their lives over it. Thank you so much. And I love you tons. I love you. Thank you for having me. Thank you, everyone. Well, there you have it. I hope you love this conversation. Uh, Jamie's right. Every time I'm around her, I tease her for being so quiet and so reserved. That was not the Jamie that showed up here today, and it's really fun to see a different side of her. So I love both sides, but this was definitely a surprise, and she was just on fire. And it's because of what I said in the intro. This is her life's work, and when someone writes their life's work, you can feel it in every word she writes, and every page you turn. It's definitely worth your time to pick up this book, read it, and then as Jamie said, share it. I think my very favorite part was what I mentioned in the intro, which is this difference between self-confidence and self-worth. And what I love about this book is all the exercises to help you actually implement. It's one thing to realize, you know what? I could really benefit from working on my self-worth. It's another thing to say, okay, but this is how I'm going to do it. And you're going to get both from this book worthy. So I would love to know what you loved about this episode, or if you've already picked up the book, what you love about the book worthy, and you know where I am, right? I'm just at Amy Porterfield on Instagram. Send me a DM. Let me know what you loved the most. I will tell you one more thing. Uh, we had a time constraint with this interview, so I didn't get to all the questions I wanted. And there was a chapter, it's chapter five, and it's called Don't Wait on Your Weight. The lie is my weight impacts my worth. And she talks a lot about how women especially, but men do this as well, I'm going to wait until I'm X and then I'm going to start my business or then I'm going to start doing video or then I'll start making the reels. It's not always wait. For me, it has been wait my whole life. I will stand in the back of pictures. I will say no to getting on stage, at least in the past I have. I will play small. I will hide myself because I was so self-conscious of my weight. I've done episodes about this. If you're an OG, you know this about me. But Jamie says in the book that this chapter, chapter five, it's not about the weight. It's about anything that is holding you back, making you think you have to wait, W-A-I-T, 
for you to get to a certain place until you can be seen and heard. And so I think this chapter is really, really valuable because so many of us are waiting on something to happen before we really put ourselves out there. What if you just put yourself out there today, now, right this second? I feel like that's the transformation that we all need. And in her book, in chapter five, I think you're going to find some answers for that. It could be a limiting belief that's holding you back. I don't have enough education. I haven't been doing this long enough. I'm not ready to go out on my own. Uh, I don't look a certain way. I don't sound a certain way. I don't fit in. Whatever it is, something's holding you back. Understanding what that is and then finding ways, and she has all these different ways to move past it, really valuable. So that's one part of the book I really wanted to highlight. All right, my friend, thank you so very much for tuning in. And if you never want to miss an episode, sign up to receive my weekly newsletter. So if you go to amyporterfield.com forward slash podcast, go there. You can get on my email list. And every time I have a new episode, sometimes I do bonus episodes as well, I'll let you know. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Bye for now.